You are now listening to the Life in Football podcast. You can contact us on Twitter at Life and Ball and email at lifeinfootball2020 at gmail.com. That's right. That's Jameel Cornelius. When he was playing for the University of Florida, man, he stretched out on that play. They were playing against Tennessee. Florida Gators were playing against Tennessee. That was in 2006, man. Florida was ranked number seven at the time, and the University of Tennessee was ranked number 13. And, man, when I tell y'all, Cornelius, who is the coach right now for Fort Meade High School, he stretched out on that play. He tap-toed in the, you know, right there at the sideline, and that was on in the end zone, man. So, you know, he this guy has plenty of talent as a player and has plenty of talent as a coach. I'm telling y'all, man, this was a great interview with Mr. Jamel Cornelius. He's coaching today for Fort Meade, who's located in the great state of Florida, man, and he's doing a great job. Not only has Coach Cornelius did a great job for Fort Meade, but he also also did a great job as a player playing for Fort Meade as well. He took them to three state championships, and, I mean, they didn't win, but they were runner-up. He also played in the national championship as well with the Florida Gators, and he was a part of a Super Bowl team, man. So, y'all stick around and take all this in, man or this journey that Mr. Jamil Cornelius had for his football career and the journey he has as a coach right now, man. So y'all sit back, relax, go grab your popcorn, kick your feet up, and enjoy the interview that's coming up next with Coach Cornelius of Fort Meade High School. Interview coming up next. Welcome to the Life and Football Podcast, baby. I'm your host, Mike Fee. And this is your co-host, Colin Moore. You know, we loving life and enjoying football. Yes, sir. We got a top-notch baller and top-notch coach on today, man. Go by the name of Jamel Cornelius, coaching for Fort Meade out of the great state of Florida. And he played some top-notch ball for them Florida Gators, too, man. And let me give y'all a little insight now. When I say he played with them Gators, he played when they were big dogging it out there. I'm talking about, man, his receiving code consisted of, uh, let me see, Persian Harvin. Uh, um, what number five? What, Sigma, what number five was named? I don't remember. Oh, Sigma, uh, Carwell, that's his name. Carwell, let's see, y'all. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Dallas Baker. Uh, quarterback Tim Tebow, Chris Lee, man. Let me tell. Oh, hold on. Then I'm forgetting about the other, the tight end Hernandez. Now, see, he was out there doing his thing with some top-notch bowlers. That's why I had to bring these names up now. So, hey, the ball had to get spread all around the field when he was out there. So, you now, now maybe he'd have went to another school, man. He'd have been the first round pick. But, man, they had some top-notch bowlers out there, man. So, 
I got to give it up to him. And he was winning that number six when he played with the Gators too. But now he's doing a marvelous job and a great job coaching at a high school he played ball at, which is Fort Meade. Hey, man, y'all got to give it up to Coach Kniz, man, because he's doing his thing. See, Mo, bring him on. How you doing, Coach? I'm doing all right, man. How you doing? Great. Coach, it's, it's a blessing to have you on, man. Yeah, I'm glad to be here, man. Coach, I want to just, I'm going to jump right out the gate. You had back-to-back wins going into the – you just coming off this bye. This Friday was a bye. You got back-to-back wins. This week coming, you got more beer. So how you feel about that going forward? Uh, We feel good, man. We um we was able to, to get the, the last two to beat Avon Park, and we came back and beat Discovery. And Discovery was undefeated at the time, so – that was a big win for us, so we're looking forward to, to playing Mulberry. That's a rivalry game for us. That's the game we always uh, look forward to playing. So the kids had a bye week, had an opportunity to get get fresh. Then our junior varsity, they went 5-2 and two this year. So we uh, we moved a couple guys up from the junior varsity. That should help us with depth. So we're looking forward to uh, the next two games. If we can get them, uh, we're putting ourselves in position to possibly make the playoffs. And that's what I'm hoping for, because we're going to be out there uh, for that Mulberry game, and we're going to get our recording on for y'all and send it back to the players and you as well. But I know them guys that came off of JV, I know they excited. They ready. Like, Coach, boy, we, done, we up here now. Yeah, we, we got some good guys, man, that they had a good year. Like I said, they went 5-2. and two. Um, Feel good about the guys we got coming up. Yeah, this going to be real good. So, like – I, we hope you get these two wins, and we hope the uh, high setup where you get into the playoffs. And what what would you say about the first part of your year, Coach? Because that has never happened to y'all, never. Not yeah. not since I ever known about Fort Meade. That ain't never happened. Yeah it it was a um, it was a rough time for us. It's, it's a it was a combination of I think a lot of things. Um, you know, <clears throat> we uh, the schedule. We knew going into it that it was tough. So, Coach, how does it feel to give all the knowledge that you're able to give because you played at a big-time university, then you played in the NFL, and how how does that correlate when you're talking to the young high school guys? Well, I think uh, the first thing give you give you uh, credibility um, because, you know, they know where you've been, uh, the people you've been around, the experiences you had. So I think it's that instant credibility. And then also I can I think it helps you to be able to relate because a lot of the, the issues and the questions that they have, I had as a young man. So um, it's a great opportunity, man. And I got, you know, other people on the staff who played college ball. They might have went different routes. Um, but when you have people with different experiences, because everybody's experience is not the same. So you got different people that can speak from different perspectives. See, Coach, them, them guys, blessed to have you out there because, like you said, you now you got a whole staff full of people that done did something at different levels, so you getting every level of every aspect of the game. Now, yeah. when – because you teach at the school as well, right? Yeah, uh, I was in the classroom for a while, and then I transitioned. I'm a dean of students, so I handle uh, a lot of discipline at the school. Now, did you since you've been to college and you've seen how college work, 
did you set the workout program like that where it benefits your players while they're in school as well, or you do everything after school? Uh, after school, um, but we, we a lot of the stuff I do, you know, you pull from some of your experiences, and then I think it's important to uh, keep learning. So, you know, we study different schools and see what they got going on at a high school level because there's some high schools that's functioning at a high level, and then you pull some of the stuff from college. So some of the stuff done changed. I feel like as far as workouts, it's a lot, a lot more movement. I was When I was around, when I was in college, we did a lot more of the Olympic lifts. I think the Olympic lifts need to stay around, but I do think uh, kids are naturally bigger, stronger, and faster. So the movements now is focusing on helping become better athletes and being able to move in space. Now, Coach, do you have any seniors on the team that's, Ready to go off and set it on fire? Well, I have a, I have a guy who um, Dontavious Cobbs. Uh, he played D line and O line for us, and then recently he been playing some fullback. Uh, he's he's athletic. Uh, he's about five eleven, about two sixty, but he can move. Mm-hmm. So um, I think he he probably the highest prospect we have. Now I got another guy, DeAndre Gibson. He a playmaker. He played DB and receiver for us. He getting some looks. Um, he a little smaller, um, but he played with a lot of heart. So them two guys are uh, the seniors we have. I got a sophomore that I think is going to turn a lot of heads, Thomas Gibson. Um, he's a running back. He just flat out explosive. He made the switch to running back, and I think that's one. that's been the biggest thing over this three, four-game stretch where we've been a lot better on offense. Now, how big is he? You just got me curious. He's he 5'10". Um, he's a solid 185, 190s. He, he'll he be 190, um, but during the season, you know how that fluctuates. So right. He's playing like 185 right now. But that kid, he explosive, man. He uh, We turn on the film, he jump out at you. He, uh, he can really – he can go. Okay, so I already know what I'm going to be looking for when we come Friday. Yeah, yeah Thomas Gibson, <laughs> he can play. Listen, if he if he balling like that and that's coming from you, I already know what time it is. I know you yeah, gonna come with that show. Yeah, he can get out. And um, so as far as the season going, because like I said, you I have never seen you. I have never seen for me. Period. Since I've been growing up in the area, I haven't never seen it happen like that. So did 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 this affect you in it or you you? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, you know, it was one of them things where you. You uh you try to evaluate you know what's going on what's the difference what's what's the problem what do I need to change and I think you know when we the beginning of the season man we uh it it was kind of uncharted territory I've had that uh didn't finish the season with us for whatever reason so we had to make some changes and I tried my best to work with the kids. Um, but it just got to a point where I had to part ways with a couple of them. So that was right. different. I had never had to do that, but it was one of the ne- it was one of the necessary things as far as a culture shift that we needed to take place within the within the football program. And coach, I met um I met your offensive coordinator, and mm-hmm. when I was talking to him, I already got the sense you got a big-time OC on your hands. I, I I like the knowledge he was talking about, like the information he was telling me about as well. I like him. Yeah, I like him a lot. Uh, Jermaine King, uh, he's been phenomenal, man. He do a real good job with the kids. Uh, 
Uh, he got a real good mind. Um, I, I I know me personally. I feel like his name. I, I I'm glad I got him. <laughs> I know he 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 gonna be a head coach one day. Um, I, I see. It. I too yeah. see it. That's the only way you can put it. He 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 just got the pedigree. He got the design, and he loved the kids. And when you got that stuff, um, it, it's only a matter of time. And I'll vouch for him. You know, I just hope. When he do get the opportunity, it's the right situation where he can where he can flourish at. It will be. God gonna bless him. God definitely gonna bless him. Now, give me the backstory on him, cause with the knowledge he was giving me that night when I was talking to him, he was telling me about offensive coordinators at the um college level. I when I went and looked them up, I was impressed by it. And I done seen some of the stuff he tweeted. I'm like, dog, I like him. So yeah. what is his backstory? Well, <clears throat> he he was um He's originally from Hardy County, mm. um, and he did a lot of stuff down there uh, with youth football, and then he ended up youth football, Fort Meade, and, I mean, every year he was going somewhere, playing big-time ball, and then uh, he had a head coaching job over at Kingdom Prep, uh, which was a startup school. Um, they had some stuff going over there he had nothing to do with. Just you know, when you're starting up a school, mm-hmm. it's it's hard, right? And uh, for whatever reason, that football program folded, and uh, you know, I I was like, man, listen, we want you to come on, be a part, and uh, that's that's how it happened, man. But I like I said, he bright, young, gifted, and he got that hunger. It's only a matter of time, man. Before I I got a feeling I'll be coaching against him in the near future, cause uh, he he definitely. Got what it takes. Yeah, I like that. And see, and Coach, too, the crazy thing about it is that's, that's, it's just funny how it be gifted people right in your ear, just ready yep. to be unleashed, just needing that that, that 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 firm foundation to go and take off. Yeah. And see, I, don't, I want everybody out there to know Fort Meade always come with it. Fort Meade High School in the state of Florida always come with it, period. Yeah, yeah, I, they always they always either at the top or within the top five every year. So we gonna expect nothing less, coach. We know when you in these next when you get these next two games, it's gonna lead to something big. Um, Mike, I'm gonna go and let you jump off in here, man. Coach, appreciate you for having your own, man. All right, I appreciate the opportunity, man. Coach, yo, now nah, I gotta ask you, man. For y'all don't know. And I, I forgot to mention that he had a little stint in the NFL as well. Also, this coach is a champion. Now, that high school he at right now, they went to the state championship, what, three years when you were there? Yeah, we went We went three years, man. Unfortunately, we, we came up short. No, no, no. I know. I know. <laughs> North Florida Christian, man. Yeah, what? Sir. Now, give me a little insight on that. How y'all feel about that, man? Like, did y'all just really hate North? Because that almost became like a rivalry against um, North Florida Christian, man. And I know Ernest Sims, he was like one of the top players in the country during them times. Like, how that feel playing against North Florida Christian all them years in the state championship? Man, it, it was frustrating, you know. But as we got older and we saw the type of player that Ernie became, I mean, it was kind of like one of them things, man. We end up playing against a guy that, man, we just – we didn't have an answer for. And then one year we played, and a lot of people don't know, they had um, Antonio Cromartie, uh, who went on to go to Florida State and then 
play, you know, in the NFL. So every year we played them, man, they was loaded with talent. We was loaded too. But uh, we just, you know, we came up short, man. Yeah, see, Coach, he was one of the quarterbacks on the team. He played receiver. He played some everything before me. So he was doing his thing out there in high school when he was playing. And now, how you end up picking the Florida Gators to go play at? Well, when I was young, man, I, I really wanted to play receiver. Um, I played receiver my junior year. Then I moved to quarterback my senior year just because we, you know, we didn't really have a quarterback. So, during that time, when I was coming out at Florida, Steve Spurrier was the head coach. He had uh, Jabbar Gaffney, Rishi Cardwell, Carlos Perez, Taylor Jacobs, uh, and they was, you know, fun and gun. So I fell in love with that, went, and, uh, you know, I liked the guys. It was close, close enough to home where my family could come see me play, and I felt like it was a great opportunity to go as a receiver. Now, what y'all y'all gotta know now, them some big names. He just named and them team. They were loaded too, but he played on a loaded team as well. And one of the guys he named was Taylor Jacobs. He wore the same number as Taylor Jacobs, yeah. number six. Yeah. So you know, you know, you y'all y'all almost had the same pattern, man. Give me a little insight on that. How that was to play, you know, for the Gators going to the national. Hey, I just told y'all he played in state championship. He played in the national championship as well. So that's why I'm saying this man is a winner, y'all. Y'all better pay attention. How that was playing on that team with all that talent and, you know, Tebow, like, you know, before you get started on that. Hey, was Tebow really on that, you know, on his, on his uh Christian thing and his Bible stuff like that around y'all? In the weight room and his values, he stuck to them. But um, it, it was a great plan, man. We had a lot of talent. Like you said, you know, um, people talk about that all the time. And I tell them, look, man, we was talented, but we was together. And uh, we really played as a group. And everybody was all about one thing, trying to get to the next championship and win it. So that's why we were successful. Man, I'm talking about that was some big boy talent right there, man. I'm talking about woo-wee. Yeah, we had uh, – How that won, man. It, it was good, man. I, I never, oh, I never oh, forget seeing Percy Harvin as a freshman, man. And uh, that cat that cat was a uh, – he was the real deal. People talk about uh, Percy a lot. We had Tebow. We had Brandon Spikes. Uh, I mean, it was just from top to bottom, man. We had a, a real good team. And like you was talking about earlier, you know, Andre Caldwell, he was legit. Dallas Baker, our receiving core was good. I played with Reggie Nelson uh, at free safety. I was blessed, man, to play with a lot of talented guys, a lot of guys that went on and, and played in the NFL. And then, I, you know, I, we had a real good coach, you know, Urban Meyer. Uh, he the real deal, man. He 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 real good at uh motivating. Uh, he a good leader. I know it's you know a lot of different people have a lot of different perspectives, but at the end of the day, the man can coach. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people do uh have a little hate toward Irvin Mile for some reason. I don't know why, but you know that was good to hear from a former player. You know, and you speaking on speaking on him so highly, man, and you know. That that says a lot about a coach. Now, coach, give everybody a little insight on your um playing career 
in the NFL, how that was for you, and you know, uh, you know how how was it to play in the league? It was great, man. I, I was an undrafted free agent. I went to Buffalo. I did a little bit of time in Buffalo, and then I had an opportunity to go to Indianapolis. I played with them. Uh, had an opportunity to play for Tony Dungy, and at the time Peyton Manning was still the quarterback. And then I was with Arizona Cardinals with uh, Kurt Warner and them, them years they had with Kurt Warner, Anquan Bolden, Edron James, uh, Larry Fitzgerald, that year where uh, they made a run, we made a run, uh, and lost to Pittsburgh in the Super Bowl. So it was it was good, man. I had a I had a real good experience in the NFL, man. I got to meet a lot of people, um, a lot of good people. I played with some real good quarterbacks with Peyton Manning and Kurt Warner. So it was a good opportunity, man. I, I, I'm I real blessed. I can say that. Hold up, Coach Nye. And you were there when they played in the Super Bowl, correct? Yeah, I was uh, I was on around for that. I was on the practice squad, um, you know, but it was a great experience, man. Man, that's amazing, man. This man then played in state championship. National championship and were part of a Super Bowl team. Well, a team that played in the Super Bowl, man. So that's amazing, man. You that's why I say, man, this guy he got winning in his blood and he got winning knowledge all the way around, man. So that that's good to hear, coach, man. I I, I forgot about you know them calls that little run they had, and you're right, they did do their thing that year too with Adrian James. Kurt Warner and, and Quan, man. So that's pretty good to hear. How was it, man, playing in that national championship game, man? How like was your heart about to bust out your chest? How how did that feel? Man, I tell you, people, people ask me that, man. I'm gonna tell you, it, it happened so fast. The first couple of plays championship, then after that it's football. Felt like that game. It went by so fast. It just – it was like, man, we just got started. But it was good, man. It was a great experience. You know, um, Ohio State going into it, everybody was saying how they was going to beat us. And they ran that kickoff back, the first play of the game. And once we got settled, man, um, we we took it to them. And uh, it, was, it, was, it was fun. You know, it was out there in Arizona. The stadium was fairly new. You know, and it was just – it was one of them nights, man, that you'll never forget. That atmosphere was crazy, and it, it was good, you know, after 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 you win, being able to, you know, relish in it, celebrate. And we celebrated for about a month straight, man. I mean, every, everywhere in Gainesville, everywhere you went, they were doing parades, events. Uh, it was a big deal, man. So, it was definitely a great experience. And that's amazing, man. You end up playing – in the national championship game, you end up going and playing in NFL in Arizona in that same stadium. So that that's amazing right there. Yes, sir. Now, y'all make sure, man, y'all go show Coach Jamil Kanee some love and his football team, Fort Meade. They got a game coming up this Friday against Mulberry. The game kicking off at 7.30, man. So y'all make sure y'all get out there, check them out, show love, show support. Cause man, this coach he got winning and breeding in him, and he hey, that's what he about, and that's all he know really. So y'all make sure y'all go show support and show love, man. And I'm gonna leave y'all like I always leave y'all. Keep your head up and not down, or else you'll fall to the ground. 
This is the Life of Football podcast. Catch you next time.